0: Hello and welcome to episode five of the Queers at Play podcast. I am your host Graham, and I am joined by Mr. Mark. Hi. And Mr. Ribbon. Hello. Yay! Well, back again. Oh, very, very, very formal introductions there. I thought it would be nice to be. I, I thought it'd be nice to be formal since we've had weird and then trying not to be weird. So, <laughs> I thought a nice, be formal intro. So we're going to do a story do... arc.
1: <laughs> we're going to a story
0: arc, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going to be by the end of it. Drunken maybe. Drunken intros by the end. So yeah, we're going to go through Well, some... I mean if we, if we do if we do a live in person recording then well, ha- then there could definitely be a drunken <laughs> it has to has to be. Final episode in person drunken. Going to make it happen. But yeah, we're going to go through some of th- the news over the last few weeks. Um, so one of the first pieces of news we had with a showcase for THQ Nordic, which was, was that last week sometime, I think? Uh, I can't
1: remember if it was last week or right at the beginning of this week.
0: Yeah, it seems to just come and go without me really realising what happens with it. Um, but there was a few different things. I'm going to raise my initial disappointment with this because anytime something THQ comes up, I am begging for something time splitters related and I'm always disappointed. No time splitters. I'm sure it's I mean they've announced that they have announced they're doing a remake, have well, or it, a
1: remaster or something, or is it just a rumor? I
0: think there was rumors of Time four and then there was rumours of Time Two remake. I don't really know what's actually happening. I feel it's gonna be one of these things that just never happens and I'll be super disappointed. But if I get a Time two remake one day, that will be up there with Metroid Prime Four I, for me. I
1: don't think I even realised that that was owned by THQ. Or was it one of those things where they bought the rights to it when some other developer went under? Yeah, I think
0: THQ Nordic ended up acquiring shitloads of different games and stuff like that. And that was definitely within there. But I'll be disappointed this time. But there was a few things in there that might have caught some people's attention. So we had an Alone in the Dark remake. I've never played Alone in the Dark before. I don't know if you guys have. It's the great granddaddy of... uh... Survival, survival horror games
2: yep.
1: yep I think it possibly even predates Resident Evil Def- It does, no,
2: yeah de- It most definitely does 1989 yeah. or something Oh god, was it that yeah. one? It was, oh jeez Definitely late 80s, early 90s, yeah Which and is, so that's which the is the why if you, at, if you look at the original Alone in the Dark Everything is very triangular
1: Yeah, that is true, actually It's all very uh, flat-shaded Low-polygon uh, so yeah, I guess a remake is long overdue. It's been a long time since uh, there's been in a load of the dark. It looks good. War. It does. They it, it, they're it's uh, kind of given me sort of Resident Evil two remake in terms of the scope and style that they're going. For. It's blatantly inspired by that.
2: Like just oh, looking at the yeah, screenshots, yeah, it's just like I could I see what you're doing. Um, but wasn't isn't it written by the the same person that wrote Soma? The survival horror I, so. I could not tell you. Um, so that's quite interesting as well. But like, the thing, like I think this game is a great call for two reasons. Firstly, if you've seen the original Alone in the Dark, it needs a remake. And secondly, the last Alone in the Dark game was an atrocity. So, I, I it needs to it redeem. Really it does need to redeem itself. But you know, also also was wasn't there a movie that was an atrocity as well?
1: Yeah, there was a movie. I forgot that existed. I think was that was that one of the U. Ball directed video game movie adaptations. I think it might have been.
2: Yes, I
1: I can't remember, but you know everything he touched was atrocious. So.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's a good good shout in my books. I'll, I'll definitely give it a look closer to release for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be nice to go back to the original because it doesn't sound like it's had a great time like over the years in terms of good games, really. So, yeah. yeah, New uh, Nightmare
2: was... wasn't too bad. Which one was that? Is that a recent one? Uh, new Nightmare, that was PS1. So
0: that's oh, a right. while back. Even that's going <laughs> way back, yeah. This uh, feels like Sonic where you have to go really far back in order to get a decent one. Sorry, Ruben. <laughs> I take the criticisms where they are because I, I like
2: I enjoy it, but I do find it very hard to f- defend modern Sonic, to be honest.
1: It's difficult. There are there are there's the few hidden gems amongst
0: there, but there's not a lot. Yeah, I'm sure someone's gonna enjoy the remake anyway. And um, there's also a, a remake of Gothic, a game I know next to nothing about myself. Me neither. Um yeah, that's
1: another one I'm not, uh, I don't know a huge amount about it, but I watched the, the, uh, the trailer for it and I thought it looked kind of quite interesting. It's a sort of um, action RPG in a very kind of gothic style, but the trailer doesn't show a huge amount other than uh, something going on in a creepy looking mine. Uh so beyond that, I don't know how I don't really know how faithful it is to the original, but I thought it looked quite interesting. Um the thing that really caught my eye was a the announcement of a new PC real-time, real-time strategy game called Tempest Rising, yeah. which is this a... gave me very, very, very command and conquer vibes and I really love command and conquer games. Yeah, it very
0: much looks like it. Is this a brand new game? I think so, yeah. I don't think yeah, it's not been announced before. This is something completely new. Yeah. It does look at the street of somebody who's into Command & Conquer, for sure. It even has, uh,
1: like the music's giving me a very similar Command & Conquer type vibe as well. Um, So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, And what else did we have? And the other thing that caught my eye was uh, a sequel to a classic 1999 game, Outcast, which again, not a game I know a huge amount about, but the trailer looks quite interesting it's like a open world action adventure type game set in a what looks like a kind of it looks like primarily puzzle based there's a lot of customization on your weapons and there's it's given me light metroidvania vibes in an open world which i mm. you know it's right up my street as well
2: mm. imagine Imagine if you were a real big fan of the first Outcast. You've been waiting since 1999 for the 1999. Sequel. <laughs> yeah. I know, we, we, we complain about... 24 things. years later. No way. <laughs> eh?
0: The things that we complain about waiting for but 24 years, that's, yeah, that's a big one. But yeah, THQ really seem to be going to their sort of old school stuff, don't they? And coming out with things that people just remember from years and years ago, which is nice, I guess, if you're into it. Yeah, and I'm also liking this whole
2: this whole thing that the games industry seems to be doing, where they don't have a kind of consolidated time of year that things are announced. They're just spreading yeah. it out. It makes this podcast really easy. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think. the Absence of E3, <laughs> there's this year, almost always something.
0: Definitely. Yeah, E3 not being around this year has properly made like tons of news coming constantly. It's just little bits and pieces, but it's quite nice to actually see stuff throughout the year. But yeah, that was the THQ Nordic showcase. Was there much else in that? There was a few other bits and pieces, but
1: nothing that perhaps caught my 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 eye. Um, a fighting game, like a some kind of hunting game, a car wrecking game, an open world car driving game. I don't know. The things that were less interesting to me. <laughs> some people might like.
0: Maybe. Cool. yeah Yeah. So the next story that we're talking about this is one of these ones where the internet just shows itself as being just awful people in response to what's actually happened as usual can't expect anything less um so this was the story about spider-man so that's now come to pc um and somebody modded i don't know who it was that modded but somebody modded out all the pride flags which was a bit shitty um and obviously when that gets reported on the internet there's just a wave of comments being why does anybody care like it's not adding or changing the gameplay without actually realizing what the actual significance of doing that is
2: yeah
1: yeah but the nice thing is that nexus mods can just ban that modder outright for doing it yep uh And then they also banned the removal of all pride flags from anything. Yes. So well done Nexus Mods for doing the right thing. Yeah, good on them. And they're not the only one as well. Apparently several
2: other mod sites have acted similarly. Um, But the interesting thing about this Nexus Mods thing... uh, uh, No, there's two things that I find really interesting about this situation. Firstly, they called out the modder, not by name, but they called out their behaviour quite specifically in that they pointed out that they would have just given them a warning if it weren't for the fact that they created and uploaded, no, they they uploaded this mod to Nexus Mods through a sock puppet account. So Great. as Nexus Mods said in their statement, they knew what they were doing. So what they did is they yeah. then banned the sock puppet account, the original account and removed the mod. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just brilliant for me. Well played. I, it's, it's, it's a masterclass. And then the second thing is in their statement, they they literally say, um, I'm not gonna remember it verbatim, but they say, if you have any problem with this, delete your account and post about it elsewhere where we won't read it.
0: That's just like <laughs> yeah, basically applause, fuck off.
2: applause. Um That's how you handle bigotry. No, exactly. we don't want it that's here. To do no, it. we don't want to read about it.
0: Bye. Like yep. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. It's just a rare occasion of someone doing something actually the right way, isn't it? Mm. We just don't see it happen very often. Um, I mean, speaking of things being done the wrong way, unfortunately we got some shitty news because the games industry can't go a single day without some controversy, some sexual harassment scandal coming out. And this time it falls to Nintendo because nowhere seems to be Free of this kind of shit. Um, so we learned this week that there's the usual kind of harassment claims, frat boy culture, and Nintendo of America, um, which has come at is interesting timing, given what we just recently re- learned about Nintendo Japan and them trying to fix that kind of culture and fix and um, like improve the ways to deal with harassment and stuff like that. And then lo and behold, not long after, until Nintendo of America come out with it.
2: If I'm not mistaken, this isn't the first time, is it, with Nintendo of America?
0: No, I think there's been slight rumblings of it every now and again, but it's never really developed into a really big thing. Um, I wonder how much actually escapes Nintendo of America in terms of the inner workings of it, because as standard, it's usually pretty secretive and you don't really know what's going on behind closed doors.
2: Mm. I mean, surely surely at this point, it's the games industry problem. Absolutely, we, it's, we have to it's, accept yeah, it's, it's men just, in the games it's not industry. Just a couple. Yes, well, okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly Fuck what it, it is.
0: Man. I um, mean, it, the, the, I suppose the somewhat good news is it seems to be have quickly been addressed, at least by Doug Bowser. So there was a statement that got released. I, I don't know if it was maybe an internal thing that went about, but they've said they're looking to investigate it and address it. What actually comes of that? Who knows? We always we hear about companies trying to address things, but you never actually see the no, end and result. And with the company is secretive
1: as Nintendo. It's difficult to know unless they make a big statement about it. Exactly,
0: it be difficult to know what they've actually done. And they'll certainly hmm. not make a statement about it. They, no doubt that they might do something about it, but we'll certainly never hear about it. I think the only way we'll hear about it is if if this culture continues and we keep hearing more stories over the coming months and years. Then it'll be quite clear they've actually done fuck all about it.
2: I mean, you could make that argument for any of them. I mean, the only yeah. reason we know that the the only reason we know things haven't changed at Ubisoft is because there's a organisation within Ubisoft that's basically going nothing's changed. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it's. We kind of knew it was going to be a problem. I'm, sure but... I'm sure there
1: will be a lot of pressure from the parent company in Japan to sort this out as well because they do not like this
0: kind of no. uh, publicity at all. But they're super secretive as well, which is why it's surprising we learned about all those changes happening a few weeks ago internally. Um, so, I mean, you would like to believe that whatever has been put in place over there is going to transfer over to America, but they are quite separate entities, though, aren't they? Mm, co- yeah, yeah, that is quite, true. quite significantly at times.
1: Um, They're not. Uh, none of the development really happens under Nintendo of America. They're more of a marketing agency for Nintendo of Japan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. With some, with some testing and localization thrown in, so yeah. So it's it, it it's nice to know that
0: to an extent.
1: You can still buy uh, Nintendo games in the UK and know that you're not in any way directly funding Nintendo of America.
0: (laughs) This is is true. (laughs) That's a good point. This is is
1: a loophole we're finding now. (laughs) It is a bit of a loophole because it's still really shitty behaviour on Nintendo of America's uh, side, but yeah, and they do
0: need to address it. Yeah, I mean, let's just hope there's not more shite that comes out, but no doubt tomorrow it'll be some other company. We've had, we've had Sony. Have we had Microsoft? Has there been Microsoft scandal? I can't even remember. I don't think there's been any scandal of this sort of
2: degree from Microsoft. There has been from Sony.
0: Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: But I think Microsoft haven't have escaped so oh. far. So far. Although I think there have been rumblings of crunch culture at some of the studios. Mm. But how much I'm not sure. But certainly nothing of the scale of the harassment claims that we've had
0: from some of the other developers. Activision Blizzard. Yeah. That seems to be the again, daddy of harassment ones, isn't it? Daddy of harassment. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, those are choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> but yes, that is the big one, isn't it? But yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully things actually improve there. Um. Other news this week is another big, big purchase where it seems to be that every company is trying to be Disney and just eat every other studio, every other company. So Embracer seemed to have now acquired the rights of fuck knows how many different things, but Lord of the Rings being a big one. So they basically own Lord of the Rings now, along with absolutely everything else, it seems. Because yeah, aren't they aren't embracer the ones that bought Tomb Raider off of Square Enix,
2: as well? Yes,
1: yeah. They brought they brought all of uh, Square Enix's uh, kind of Western studios, yeah. which
2: is still a um, stupid move by
1: Square Enix. <laughs>
2: Utterly stupid.
1: Well, it it isn't. It isn't because clearly, to an extent, Square Enix just did not know what to do with these studios. So, to bring them to a Western publisher, perhaps will give them the freedom. And what they need to 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 thrive more. Mm.
2: Mm, but so think, uh, but um, have we but, but have we seen any games come out of Embracer Group owned studios? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, uh, well, not any of these ones because it was only a couple of months ago. I yeah,
0: think. I mean, I'm just looking through the list of things that they already own. So they own the likes of Cock Media. Is it Cock, Koch, Cock Media? Uh, oh, Deep Silver, who published Saints Row. Um there's gearbox they own gearbox of so borderlands there's just so many different ones and now yeah crystal dynamics I idos uh, edios is it edios montreal square enix montreal as well idos um so yeah just loads and loads limited run games and
1: then, and then, and then, as well as the Lord of the Rings purchase that they just did, there were a, there were like four or five studios assigned to that, including one that they're keeping secret apparently for the time mm. being.
0: So it'd be interesting to know what that is. Yeah, I wonder what the reasons are behind keeping that one secret. But I then they'd I'm also confirmed very... that. Sorry, on, Graham. Yeah, it's just saying they've also confirmed that Knights of the Old Republic is switched Studios. Yes. Well, I that's what I put in the
1: uh that's what I put in the notes, but uh on rereading the story what they've said is they've switched one of the AAA games between two of their studios and the assumption sort of reading between the lines is that it's Knights of the Old Republic
0: because of the problems that's been ah, having. Ah, right. And apparently it might not be delayed at all. Cuz there was reports that it was delayed. Yeah, there are, again
1: Conflicting, conflicting reports on that as well. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: so yeah, I'm hoping it's
1: not delayed because I really want to play. Was it. Is this the one that was delayed just indefinitely? Mm. Yeah, this was one we talked about it. I think in the last episode right. because of the problems it was having, it was delayed indefinitely, and now they're saying that it's Switch Studios, and reports are that it's not having an impact on its delivery date. But it'll be interesting to see how true that is. But they haven't actually announced. A release window for it, so you might never know what its
0: original date was meant to be. No, that's true. You can't really delay a game that doesn't have a launch date. Yeah. At least not publicly, anyway. No, so that'll that'll probably come in about five years' time, if you're lucky. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have either of you played multiverses? Because there seems to be a load of stuff happening. With multiverses over the last couple of weeks. It's it's now the new Smash in terms of constant character drops.
1: I haven't. I have not, no.
0: Did but, you say yes, Ruben?
2: No, I haven't played it, but I I don't know, like I was saying this to Mark very recently, I think it actually might have been before the call. The sheer amount of multimedia crossovers at the moment is
0: very concerning to me. I'm s I'm sick of it. Uh, see if I see another thing that is something versus, or something verse. I'm just I'm just bored of all these crossovers constantly. And multiverses is possibly one of the most gluttonous examples I can think of. It, it's the one that has the most characters that I just genuinely don't give that much of a shit about. They're like, hey, Sha- <laughs> Shaggy's in multiverses. I'm like, great. I don't I don't care about Shaggy. A gremlin, isn't it? That's the new character. So. What's the Gremlin called? I don't know. There's a Gremlin from Gremlins. It looks like is a Gremlin. It, is it? Oh, Stripe. Um, is it, it Stripe? Stripe, yeah, the, bag, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. so there's yeah, that and Gizmo, there's Black Adam. No, Gizmo's the only one I've heard of.
2: Black Adam is in fucking everything right yeah.
1: now. Well,
0: DC, DC are really pushing it because obviously it's their their new big upcoming movie. Yeah. It's The Rock. It's coming to am just going to see the... Frank. W- we're just going to see The Rock everywhere for the next few months now, aren't we, until this fucking film's out? <laughs> so we've seen... He was in a uh, fucking summer games fest,
2: so... I, yeah. don't, I yeah. think it's been months we've been seeing him everywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I'm actually kind of with you on this, Graham, to be honest. Um, it's not until um, seeing multiverses and seeing all the characters being added that I realised and kind of... Um, Acknowledge the fact that a lot of the properties that WB own, I couldn't
0: give a fuck about. Nah, no. And so many of the ones that are getting announced, like, they just bore me to tears. And I've played multiverses a bit, and I there's something about it that I just really don't like. Um, so just adding to that fact and all these characters, I don't care about. I think the only other thing that could be done beyond, like, a Smash that would have characters that I think would be more interesting would be if Disney released one and had, like characters from the lion king and toy story and then your star wars and your marvel characters i think that would probably be pretty big but yeah a bunch of these ones that are getting announced or rumored i'm just like really i don't care i think the wicked witch of the west is one that's coming beetlejuice (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah beetlejuice was not that rumored in october
2: beetlejuice and the wicked witch of the west for like halloween or something yeah i mean that would make
1: sense as sense. as a date for them to drop. yeah
0: They are really pumping the characters out, though. And, like, from what I've played of multiverses, I know people are really liking it. It's it's doing really well as well, but I I don't like the whole free-to-play model. I don't like the whole... Like, it looks exactly like Fortnite in terms of the menus and stuff like that. Everything is locked behind whatever microtransaction. I think you, you can earn a lot of stuff through playing it as well, but there's just so many things that are locked behind whatever else it is that it's just kind of... I'm kind of over these types of games mm. And maybe and I say also, that just because I'm such a Smash nerd But it just I don't like the gameplay of it either It's just too floaty And I just, yeah Not my thing I mean, to give a very mild
2: defence to Multiversus there This is the first game of Multiversus Where a Smash has had like five games True. yeah, To refine that gameplay But like It has, yeah my, my, like, final knell on multiverses, it really is... I am a fucking huge fan of Scooby-Doo, surprising no one. And the fact Scooby-Doo characters are in this is not enough for me to want to play it. I'm sorry that I trashed Shaggy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, shaggy like one of no the best idea. characters
2: in Scooby-Doo. No, I had no, no I, idea if you're Scooby-Doo love. I, I love Scooby-Doo. But, um, like... The fact that Velma is a playable character in that game, and I still could not give a toss about it. Do you know what, though? Really this, is, this is the
0: the credit I will give this game. Like, some of the ways that characters attack in it is so fucking clever. So I think every time... So Velma's attacks, I think, are that she tries to find clues. And every time she hits, she uncovers a clue. And then at the end, the police get called. And the police damage the opponent. I'm pretty sure that's what her moveset is like. So they've obviously just... Thought, how on earth can we make a character like this actually be a fighter? And they've just done like really unique things that you would kind of really see in Smash. Like, how on earth can you make Steve from Minecraft a character and make it work? So, that's the good thing about it. It is actually quite clever, the movesets that they've come up with. Mm. I mean, the most clever one of those that I've seen is Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah, um, they don't actually attack the They don't attack actually attack,
2: it's, it's it's accidental. They're trying to, Tom yeah. is trying to attack Jerry all the time and just misses. And I think yeah. that, when I heard about that, I was like, you know what? I'll give you one thing, WB, that's very clever.
0: It is clever. It's really creative. So that that is the big thing it's got going for it. But beyond that, I downloaded it on my Steam Deck because it was free there, and I've played it once and didn't really care for it. But that is it from Multiverses. Um, other news is dropping, was it today? Um, so Game Pass seems to be acquiring a big Sony game, at least on PC side of things anyway. So it seems to be that Death Stranding is coming to Game Pass PC. Sony have obviously not agreed to have that on actual Xbox, but yeah, that seems to be coming. Has it been fully confirmed or has it just been... Yeah, up? it was. I think it's been announced this,
1: this afternoon as coming next week to Game Pass. Okay. Uh, so anyone that's interested in trying out Death Stranding and has... Xbox Game Pass for PC Have either of you played Death Stranding? It looks like my idea I of hell am, I am not interested in it at all I, I played it the other week When it came to PS Plus For the Middle tier of the new PS Plus Just out of curiosity and I thought it was so dumb <laughs> <laughs> I was like
2: What is this? There's there's nothing I saw about Dev Stranding that didn't make me think this is pretentious wank.
1: Oh, exactly. It is pretentious it's... wank. I was curious, but uh yeah, no, it is it is like 90% pretentious wank, 10% walking. It's Kojima through and through, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean that pretty much sums up. I mean I don't Kojima's I don't even enough. necessarily dislike Kojima to the same extent that Ruben <laughs> does. Um like I really enjoyed the first Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation. I thought that was a great game. And even Metal Gear Solid 5, I kind of enjoyed, but this is definitely a no.
0: No. It's I mean, never appealed to me at
1: all.
2: Uh, one thing I will say about this this announcement, though, um, when this announcement came out, it did very, very adequately expose the lack of reading comprehension that the internet have. Because so many people responded to the announcement going, why is this game coming to Xbox? It's fucking Oh, yeah.
0: No, it, it says isn't... Game <laughs> Pass for suspect. PC in the fucking announcement. It's, it's that knee-jerk rage from crazy fanboys, isn't it? Oh, like, oh, my God. It's... And seeing what they want to see so they can have some something m- to, moment to about shout reach. about. Oh, the Xbox oh, have got the game. Shut up. And even if it is going to the
1: Xbox, so far, what does it matter? Just
0: fuck off. Uh, it's, it's In so fact, that's lose, the only... They sorry, lose sorry, the bragging go. rights. That's what it is. They like to have bragging rights to say, look at all the exclusive games my console has, and as soon as it's not exclusive anymore, they've lost one. It's just absolute nonsense. Whereas, well, like, Nintendo is
2: trancing both of the others quite adequately with exclusive titles for its platform, to be honest.
0: Yeah. The, the thing is, though, I I think we maybe said this a few weeks ago. Like, if Nintendo games got announced for PC, I would think that's great. I'd, oh, yeah, happy. I'm not saying it wouldn't be. Like, it, it's just so petty to think this shouldn't be on anything else. And I think it'd be nuts if, like, a proper Nintendo game was announced on Xbox or something like that. I think that'd be awesome. At least it'd have decent online for once. Oh, God, yeah. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Can't be that I mean, much worse
1: than what's already there. Nintendo would still find a way to. They'll still make you use the
0: app, even though you're on Xbox. You'll still only be able to voice chat on that stupid app.
2: I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a Nintendo game um, specifically, but just think like really how well Octopath Traveler sold on
0: Steam. Oh yeah, know. and that got added to Game Pass as well. Like, I think mm-hmm. it was just obviously a, a great game, and then was it is it no more heroes came no more heroes 3 came to other formats as well so yep yeah it's always a good thing and to also demon
2: demon X machina as well came to pc did
0: it mm-hmm. and that's a nintendo published one isn't it is it i'm pretty sure well I don't. Maybe know, not. Actually. I might be
1: talking shit, but it it might be it might be Nintendo had only had uh publishing rights for the Switch. It might not necessarily have been published by Nintendo on PC. Ah, right. Yeah.
0: You never know. You could. They don't
1: necess- they didn't necessarily have exclusive publishing
0: rights. Oh, it was published by Marvelous. It was just a Switch exclusive. Ah, okay. You never know. We might end up getting BO3 on there. Well, I, I suppose you'll need bayonetta there too. First of all, but yeah. yeah. Could happen. No, I don't think you would. Not be-
1: only because n- with Bayonetta Nintendo funded the development. Oh yeah, that's true. And are pu- and they are publishing it, definitely.
0: I don't know why I have it in my head that like platinum games would be like the first to get ported to PC if it ever happened. You'd just get Astral Chain and Bayonetta on PC. I think that'd be good. I mean it I mean it wouldn't surprise
1: me if Nintendo bought Platinum games, but. Nintendo don't buy anything. That would. They don't often, but. Which is good. When their hand is
0: forced, they sometimes do. And if they were going to buy any studio, I think it would be platinum. I hope they don't, though. We don't need another one of these buying shitloads. Mergers. Yeah. No, we don't need it. But in the final bit of little bits and pieces of news from the last couple of weeks, this is a very Ruben news story. Um, So Boyfriend Dungeon gets a secret weapon DLC, which is, is that coming this week? It's already dropped. Oh, has it? Yeah, uh, it dropped a
2: couple of days ago. It literally was announced and dropped at the same time, pretty much. Um, So this is free DLC? Yeah, free DLC, three new weapons to date. A new Um, dungeon yeah um i i'm very very tempted to jump uh to drop back in to it and play as the, the but but like i really loved boyfriend dungeon at the time like i got really really into it i think i'd struggle to get back into it now um and this is this is the first lot of dlc isn't it uh yes this was announced quite a long time ago if i remember correctly
1: I think this was part of its original, because wasn't it crowd? Wasn't one of the crowdfunded games? It and was. I think this was like one of the one of the stretch goals that was reached was for this DLC. If I remember, the article that I read earlier,
2: you know, i will be giving it a look. Like more weapons to date is never a bad thing. There's a <laughs> <laughs> more <laughs> weapons to date. Um, I mean. <laughs> is never about I mean they're not going to be 7 I think they were called 7 the one who's a
1: laser sword
2: and also a K-pop boy
0: band member Of course that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to try it out one day. There's been so many weird games that you play Ruben that I've never even considered before but when you talk about them I'm like
2: I'm Oh, I play it. loads of weird shit.
0: I know I really want to play <laughs> Future. <laughs> Oh Fuga's so good <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> I, need, I need to play it one day There was another weird game that you convinced me To download as well the, the, What was it, Doki Literature Club Oh Doki Doki Literature Club just No I wouldn't it have bizarre. recommended that game I, know I would have just said don't play it <laughs> Yeah. I was like fuck it Let's just try it and it's not been touched Since I bought it ages ago But yeah you're, you're a good person to know To, to uh, suggest Bizarre games
2: yeah, oh, that's good
0: to know. So the other bit of big news the last couple of weeks then, and I totally forgot this until we started planning for this podcast, is that there was actually a Splatoon 3 direct um last week. And that completely slipped my mind. So there was a bunch of Well, what can we what can what can we say other than it's definitely more Splatoon? It's, so I was I said this before. I was like I have a feeling this is gonna be Splatoon 2.5 and Splatoon 2 was very much Splatoon 1.5 to begin with so maybe this is just Splatoon 2 um, but yeah I I was kind of hoping for a bit more like there was a bunch of stuff that was announced that the intro of it could have been an email like the majority of the stuff they talked about in the, the opening like 10 minutes were just stuff that we kind of knew was going to be a thing anyway like a new weapon or a new special item or something like that and um, there, wasn't battles be there. Returning. Yeah, weapons are returning. I hear paint is returning as well. Um, God! But (laughs) but it's uh, it's just very much a lot of original stuff that was there already. Um, Even like the new things they talked about, they briefly mentioned single player, and that was the big thing that I was looking forward to, and it seems to be very much the same as Splatoon 2.
2: Yeah, another single player with a DLC expansion, it seems to be.
1: The single player. Yeah. Same as two. The thing I find interesting about Splatoon 3 is that Nintendo's internal teams very rarely do sequels for the sake of doing a sequel. Mm. Like, usually there's always some new twist or hook or... Off the hook. You know, some central, yeah, some central reason why they're doing a sequel. it doesn't really feel like that with Splatoon 3. It is literally just, here's more Splatoon. Which is not necessarily a bad thing, especially if you're a fan of Splatoon. It just doesn't seem to fit with Nintendo's usual
0: modus operandi, I guess. Yeah. I, I kind of feel, as much as I hate live service games, I feel that Splatoon lends itself to that pretty well. Would f-
1: yeah, it would fit quite well with the idea of a live service if they just went, this is Splatoon, and we're just going to keep adding new features or rotating... More courses or guns mm. or what you know, whatever. And there, there is definitely a lot of that in here. And the, one thing that I've not actually watched the direct. Um, I just read. I skimmed through the news for it. Um, I did like the look as a table turf battle kind of puzzle yeah. game. <sighs> I'd really like to see that.
0: I'd really like them. To, I'd really like to see them released as like a standalone free to play little puzzle thing. So yeah, that was one of the interesting things that were in it. Um, I, I don't know when you will play it, like. I, I I don't know if you remember Splatoon one, but there used there was games that you played in the lobby whilst you were waiting for a match, and like everybody loved yeah. jump, and that's not been back since the original. I wonder if you if you get to play this sort of mid match as well. I couldn't really see whether it was a completely separate thing, or you could just play it in between in the lobby. That's quite like it if you could. But it, there yeah, was, it was a, a few cool wee things country. in there, um, like we had Salmon Run come back, which. Was there in the last game? I, s- I suppose there's a couple new enemies, but the good the good thing about Salmon Run is it can be played at any point, which is great. Because that was stupid. yeah, because before it was
1: limited, wasn't it? Like you would only play uh, it at certain times of the day, which that was, was a really infuriating. If you were like, right, I've got I've got four, four, four people. We want to play co-op.
0: Oh, Salmon Run is now off for whatever ridiculous reason. I know. That was just really weird. But I mean, at least if at least they've got rid of that. Yeah. Um, that was a
1: very that was a very Nintendo thing. <laughs> it totally was. Yeah.
0: Do you know even the rotating <laughs> maps and the rotating um, what's the special mode called? I can't remember. But the, the special battles, even those rotating, is such a Nintendo thing. Like why can't you just allow us to pick any map or vote on any map like a Mario Kart type deal? Just general weird decisions. Um, the the good thing about the split direct though is we did get to see the new the new band, um, so the new characters that are replacing Off the Hook from last one, um, so the new band is called Deep Cut. so there's Shiver, Fry and Big Man and they seem pretty awesome and it seems as well like Shiver is non-binary, which is nice Yeah, yeah because of the way they that they've only ever
2: spoken about the character um, either without pronouns at all or yep. with neutral, which is really,
0: really, really good and that's, it doesn't seem to be just a translation thing as well, because it appears to be every language is the same. It actively avoids using pronouns for shiver. So it could be Nintendo's first official non-binary character. And they're a pretty cool character in general anyway, so it's nice. Hmm. And also, Big Man has been adopted by the internet, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the internet loves oh, Big Man. <laughs> Big Man's awesome, though. It's absolutely cool. Nintendo have a way of doing this with like new games and new characters they announce where there's just one that everybody latches onto and within like twenty minutes there's artwork. It's it's LeChonk all over again, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, LeChonk or um
1: Fido. Yeah,
0: uh, Fido.
1: Yes, Fido or um what was the sheet Willy. from Sword and Shield? Yeah, really.
2: Uh... Yeah, Nintendo are really good at that. Um I mean my thoughts coming away from the Splatoon 3 direct, um same as you two, pretty much. It's just more Splatoon. Um, but the Salmon Run thing for me, it's it what I'm liking about Splatoon 3 is the just the QRL stuff. Yeah. So Salmon Run being whenever, because Salmon Run was my favourite mode in Splatoon 2, and logging on and not being able to do it was really frustrating. Um being able
1: to Yeah, I really enjoyed it's it's such Sorry. a I was just going to say, I really enjoyed Salmon Run as well because it was cooperative. I much prefer a cooperative thing mm-hmm. to a competitive thing. A battle Same. thing. Um, and being able to uh,
2: not have to watch the announcement when all of the courses oh, change each
1: time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fucking amazing.
0: That's, <laughs> that's such a little um, thing, but that's such a big deal.
2: They're all such little. I mean,. The thing I will say, and I definitely agree with both of you here, it's all little things with Splatoon 3. Um, The the personalisation options, that's just a little thing. Changing Splatfests so they're now three-way battles as opposed to two-way battles is really... It's going to dramatically change Splatfests, but it is a little change. Um, But I don't know. I, I kind of wish really that I'd played Splatoon
0: 1, skipped 2 and then gone for 3. I think a lot of people have said that. I adore Splatoon, so I would happily just play any Splatoon that comes out. But yeah, I think think you can probably get away with skipping Splatoon 2. Have they announced much about any single-player mode for Splatoon 3? They literally just showed you accessing it, and it seems to be pretty much the same as what Splatoon 2 was. It's like a level-by-level with a different theme in each level, which I'm kind of disappointed by, because I thought the whole theme of Splatoon 3, this whole wasteland thing, would be quite a cool, like, big just adventure mode yeah. rather than just little bite-sized levels. Because um, everybody did... I mean, I really like what they did with the with the expansion yeah. pack for Splatoon 2. That was great. I have a feeling it will be more akin... Well, it might be more like that, or the DLC might be more that. We might just be getting the standard single player and then we'll have to wait for the DLC to be the the expansion. But I was hoping for a bit more. But we'll see how it is i'm sure it'll still be great splatoon was always my drinking game when i was sat like waiting to go and meet a mate out or something like that i'd just sit and play splatoon whilst drinking and getting progressively worse
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just started terrible and never got any (laughs) that's why that's why i'm streaming it at the moment because i'm trying
2: to become better before splatoon 3.
0: (laughs) well we can try on the 27th of august because that's when the test fire is so oh, yeah, I think streaming that night too. So that's a Splatfest, isn't it? So that'll be our first chance at seeing what a three way Splatfest is about. And I think mm-hmm. this, one, this one's Rock, Paper, Scissors, which is kind of a boring first choice, to be honest. But everybody's, whatever Big Man is, I feel that everybody's just going to pick that. <laughs> Everyone's just going to go. And you do say that, that. I'm siding with Shiver. Yeah. I
2: mean, I. I'm definitely not rock in terms of rock paper scissors in preference, but I'm. I I always seem to do this with Splatoon. I side with the person, not with the answer.
0: Yeah, same. This is why I went with Team Marina every time in Splatoon Two because I fucking hated Pearl. Marina. Fucking was... yes,
2: oh. Team Marina. <laughs> when when Pearl won the Marina versus Pearl
0: Splatfest, I was so angry. <laughs> same. <laughs> She was such a dick. Like, Marina was just so much cooler and better in every sense. But yeah, I'm sure we'll all be getting into the test fire when it comes out, assuming it all works correctly when it goes live, but that'll be good when it comes. So that's pretty much it, then, for the news of the last couple of weeks. So I guess now, then, it's time for some Game Pass Gamble. Yeah! Yeah. 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 So last game pass, game pass gamble. Whose game did I pick? Was it yours, Mark? it was my game it was yeah yours. so i picked the gunk um which i think you know me quite well in terms of games that i like mark because like i i think i planned on playing this a while back because it's from the same guys that make steam world steam world dig and steam world yeah. heist and that kind of thing so totally right up my street because i always love their games but this game has absolutely nothing to do with those ones at all so this is it's a 3d action game that's kind of it's vaguely luigi's mansion there's Luigi's Mansion elements, yeah, of it. yeah. Um, so you're,
1: but also kind of elements of uh, Super Mario. Software, yeah, right? definitely.
0: So you've got a little what's the the cannon thing called? Is it pump pumpkin? There's a little arm sucker. Yeah. Um, so so I've played.
1: I'm trying to remember myself because it was a long time. To- I, like I played it the week after it came uh-huh. out, so it it's
0: kind of faded a little bit in my memory. Yeah. So I I've played a few hours. Annoyingly, my Xbox controller seems to have died, and I don't know what's wrong with it. So I was was trying to play more of it the other night, and I couldn't actually even turn on the controller. Um, But I played a few hours at the weekend, and I'm really, really liking it. It's really quite charming and sweet. I think the writing is really bad and annoying. Other than that, though, everything's just really quite fun. I quite like the world. I quite like exploring it, because it's it's like totally mysterious as to what you're actually exploring you don't actually know what's going to happen um yeah it's it's really quite lovely I, I like the the upgrades you're getting um i don't know how far that's going to go so far it seems to just be like sucking a lot of the gunk um but which- doesn't sound very pleasant. Um, <laughs> so you're, you're sucking a lot of gunk. There's a few enemies. I don't know if the enemies get more interesting so far. I've just encountered. It's it's not hugely combat yeah. heavy at
1: any point. It's more about the kind of puzzle solving the exploration. Which yeah, is why it's, I it seems it. to be that. And, and
0: the enemy, the combat doesn't seem that exciting so far anyway. It's literally just sucking up those little critters and then firing them back out. Um, I've not encountered much more than that. But I guess that's not the sole point of the game, really. Um, the exploration side no. is really nice, I think. Um, I've not really found anything that I, I majorly dislike about it. So I think I'll probably, once I get this Xbox controller working again, I think I probably will play it to the end. It's quite cute. Awesome. I'm glad you
1: enjoyed it. And it's not, I mean, it's not like the longest game in the world. No, and I, I like that. probably fin- f-
0: finish it in a, in a couple of sittings. Yeah. But yeah, definitely a good choice for me. Well, awesome. So... That then leaves to the next victim. I um, say victim, I think I've picked a, a decent one for Ruben. Um, so Ruben, it is your turn. It is. So, which one of us would you like to pick? I am actually going to
2: go with you, Graham.
0: Okay. So, I've picked, because I know how ranty and stressy you get sometimes in a way that we love (laughs) I've picked a really calming and relaxing and really satisfying game I've picked I've picked a game whose name I can't remember because it's literally just slipped my mind Power Wash Simulator
1: Oh, okay (laughs) Okay Interesting choice
0: So this is total chill, you're literally just cleaning shit it might be shit. I don't know. Whatever it is, that's making things dirty, but it's just satisfying and peaceful, and people seem to really like it. So, I thought I'd pick a nice chill game for you. You know, I'm
2: gonna go with that. I'm not. Yeah, gonna, I'm not gonna okay. gamble. Good because it's. I've I've seen a couple of streamers play that, and I'm like, you know what? Why not? That's it's it's very much not the sort of game I would beeline to play but no
0: not I
1: but yeah I'll give that a shot that sounds fun there, there is there is something very satisfying about power there, there really is and I think it's the eff- it's, it's like the effort versus reward is quite heavily tilted towards reward like
0: <laughs> normally it's so much effort to clean but when you've got a power washer <laughs> I think you're going to love it I think you're going to want to buy a real one and just power wash it <laughs> Ouch. Just clean everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what did you miss out on, though? Is the question. So, Mark, what was your choice? Yeah. So,
1: what did he miss out? So, the game that I had picked, Ruben, is Fable Anniversary Edition.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: I'm very happy with my with my pick, but like, I would definitely wouldn't have minded that either.
1: I'm glad never, I'm never, never it. Never well to... i I was looking through your list I was looking through your list of things that I quite enjoyed and you hadn't played and, like I know the original came out on the original Xbox and then this is like the remake of it that came out on the xbox three sixty so it's still a little bit dated, but it's uh it's a good fun little game.
2: Maybe I'll check it out in by under my own steam, but yeah, because I've never played Fable at all, but yeah, very happy with my choice actually.
0: Good. I'm glad. I hope you love it. So then that's it for. Well, oh, carry on, Mark. Almost it. No, I was going to say, just well, tune, tune in in a couple of weeks to find out what Ruben thinks of tune in Power, to Wash see Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> <To> <laughs> see all of Ruben's stress. Whenever you're getting stressed, whenever you're seeing something about, I don't know, Jeff Keighley or Activision Blizzard or whatever, just turn on Power Simulator.
2: I might as well just leave it on.
0: <laughs> yeah probably best so yeah that's it for game pass gamble and that's also it for episode five of queers at play so thanks for joining i'm graham with mark and Ribbon, and we'll see yeah. you all next time
2: see you next time folks bye, bye. bye.